You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people. It's Letitia. How's it going? Uh, let's see. Any updates? Uh, not a lot really happening. Uh, well, you know, there's always something happening, but not a lot different. But let me tell y'all something I do want to tell y'all is with this whole dating thing. Man, you know how people say men are visual. Men always have these messages like, ladies, we need to see a full body pic and um, don't put all these filters with dog ears and puppy tongues and, and roses and all this. I don't know what people be doing. But somebody, I think, should also tell men, like, y'all not the only ones that's visual. Women are visual, too. And some of y'all look a whole hot-ass mess. Listen, some men that are, like, my same age, 49, are in my same age group, I'm like, damn, what happened? Like, did you did you just come back from war or something? Like, what, what happened here? Like, why you look like this? Listen, I see such a lack of self-care with men. Not all of them, but a lot of men in my age range just, just like let it go. You know how women be like, I let myself go. Women ain't the only ones that do that. And I feel like when you are dating and you're looking to it, and they always looking for their forever love, they last kiss. And I'm like, you're going you gonna to have to come a little better than that. Like, why would you go on a dating site when people are swiping, clicking, flipping, what, however the dynamics of the site work, and you don't put your best foot forward, at least having some nice pictures? You in your dirty-ass bathroom, and of course me, who's always focused on the wrong thing, uh, distracted by all the stuff in the corner and everything else, and looking at your body wash and looking at you know, all kind of stuff. Just like, you mean to tell me you can't be out and have somebody take a nice picture of you or three, right? You you can't even get a tripod at least. And like, take a, a professional, nice-looking picture that shows people just like, you know, who, who you are. And, and, and man, like, it makes no sense. And then I'm just like, uh, or people will take pictures and they have masks on their face. Like, what the hell? Or, kid, or it's five people in the picture. And I'm like, now nah, you fine. Oops, that wasn't you. And I want to send you a message like, who was dude to the left of you with the black shirt on? Like, where he at? You know, you got all these. It's, it's just like too much trying to sort through all this shit you got on these pictures. And I'm like, a mask? Like, make that make, make it make sense. I just be, or this, this is the worst when, um, Somebody like laying in the bed or something. I'm like, is this is this supposed to be sexy? You would the, 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 like, cause it's, it ain't given. Like that ain't that ain't what it's given. It's 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 given yuck. It's given like disgusting. Like put some damn clothes on. Um, yeah. So I just seriously though, I get concerned. Like so, I'm like this this profile say he 44, and I'm like, dang. I like a little salt and pepper, but he all salt. How the hell you all gray? Not even gray, white. It, like, what's what's happening here? Like, I don't, I don't really be understanding, but 
I'm visual as well. I like nice things and I like to see nice things. And so I like a man that's, he needs to be very attractive and handsome to me, well-groomed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want, nobody want no slop, nobody sloppy, you know, looking like somebody just needs to dress you at your big age. Like, come on, we not, we just not doing that. Y'all know what else I don't like? There's a certain style that I find with men that might be, I'm 49, with men that kind of get into that like 50, 52, 53 year old men, they feel old to me. I promise you, when I see this certain style, and it's with these, I don't know if you call these fedora hats. I don't know what you call it. Everybody has their own thing. I don't like it, right? You you could flip on a backwards hat and I and I find that much more attractive than these big round hats. I don't I don't like that look. I see men with fur on, I'm like, mm mm-mm, uh-uh. I don't I don't like fur. Just like I'm real particular. I I actually like men that are well-groomed, but probably a little bit more on the the simple side. I don't like flashy dressers and, you know, all of this. I don't like that, right? And I I like men who are well-groomed and well-dressed, but well-dressed doesn't necessarily mean dressed up. Like, you don't have to be dressed in a suit, but, you know, just like your clothes are, are, are fitting your physique, and you know, you just you just you just clean up well. You just look good in your clothes. Like I I I like that. I find that to be very, very attractive. Um, what else is happening on these dating sites? Like, do y'all know how many men reach out to me and be like, marry me? Or I didn't think I would find my future wife here, but here you are. No, nah, I ain't your future wife. Marry me. And I'm like, or men like, hey, I want to get married and I'm looking for a best friend. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I mean, th- thanks, thanks for letting me know. Some of these men, man, they just ready to just they looking for a good woman. They they just ready to be like, if you're a good woman, if you're gonna be faithful and loyal, then okay, you who I'm looking for. I'm not who you're looking for because I need somebody with a little bit more of a standard. I need somebody who's a little bit more particular than that. And I need to meet the standard that you're looking for. Because because if you're looking for anybody that's a good woman, you, sh- you shouldn't have a hard time finding that. But I'm not out here just looking for a good man. Like, does the good is relative, right? This And so I saw a post today where this man was like, there's plenty of good men out here. Y'all got them in the friend zone. Good, good men out here. Y'all got them in the friend zone. Listen, let me tell y'all something. Just because a man is a good man don't mean I want him, right? Just because I'm a good woman don't mean he want me. So he in the friend zone because I don't like him, because I don't I don't find a connection with him, because I don't find chemistry or compatibility. That's why he in the friend zone, because I don't like him that way. It doesn't have anything to do with him being a nice guy. I want a nice guy. I like nice guys, right? It has nothing to do with that. But if I don't connect with him or if I don't find him attractive and not just physically, intellectually, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, he going in the friend zone or no zone at all. And so stop letting people make y'all feel bad because you don't like who you like. Like it's like square in a circle for me trying to force me to like somebody that I don't like. When my baby was a when my daughter was a baby, she used to be like, Mama, I can't want that. Okay. She probably, I never said those words, but she probably got that for me. Because if you put a person in front of me, I'd be like, I can't want him. I, there is there is just nothing on God's green earth that is going to make me want this man. He could be the nicest, the most, it does not matter, right? And so 
Don't let people make y'all feel bad. I don't want a man just because he's a good man because I think that there's no good men left. And so with this scarcity mindset, let me hold on to him. Let me grab him before somebody snatch him up. You know what? Somebody should snatch him up. And you know who should snatch him up? The person that is for him. The person that's going to look at him and they light up on the inside. But it, but it, but it's not me, babe. It's not, it's not me. So go, go and be great with the person that wants to be great with you. Like, it's, it's really okay. Like, people be trying to make people feel bad because they have preferences. Like, you have preferences. I have preferences. I'm not talking about these ridiculous lists right? That's not what I'm talking about. But I have preferences, certain things I like, certain things I dislike, just like food, right? We all have preferences and that is really okay. Um, And for me, I realized that with me, like men, some people have said you're high maintenance, you're bougie, you're this. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not either of those, but I'll be both of those. Whatever you say, what I am is particular. I'm particular about certain things, particular about about certain things that I like. You know what I mean? And so those things that I'm particular about, if that makes me bougie, if that makes me high maintenance, then I'll take it. Like, it's, it's just whatever. I'm not the person that, you know, you can just bring me whatever or you, and, and I'm just okay with that. Like, if it's just, if it's, I'm, I'm not that person, right? So it's, it's okay. It's, it's really okay. You just got to know yourself. And you just got to know, you know, the people that are around you. Like, for example, the people that are around me, I learn them and I know the things that they like. And when I'm purchasing something or taking them somewhere, I'm going to purchase or take them the places that they like. I could moan and complain about, oh, they're so particular. They just are who they are. And so I don't need them to not be who they are to make me feel better, right? So I'm not going to let nobody, you You damn right I'm particular. You absolutely right. Uh, I'm particular about the way things look. I'm particular about just like excellence, just the way things are. I am very particular about certain things and then certain other things I couldn't care less about. So it's not about like money for me, Money is important, right? But it is about mindset. Um, so there's there's just, you know, just just some reporting in from out here in these um in these Dayton streets. But the one thing that I do believe that that I do believe that there are some amazing and incredible men, and I will not shit on all men just because there are a few pawpaws out there that's, that's 40. You know what I mean? I believe men, especially black men, are beautiful. They are amazing. They are doing great things. They are moving and shaking. They're taking care of families. They're, you know, I believe that there are great men out there. And yeah, that's that's my story and I'm sticking to it. The last thing that I will say about that before I go on to talk about something else is, listen, as it relates to men and relationships and everything else, I hate it here. Meaning, we get on these trends. And when we get on these trends, people just ride the wave of these trends and ride it in the ground. What do I mean by that, right? What I mean by that, for example, is like people talking about masculine and feminine energy. Oh, you're in your masculine energy or you in your feminine energy, or this is what a masculine uh, energy, a healed masculine looks like. This is what a wounded feminine looks like. And so people have driven that so much into the ground until people are just talking about shit and just rehashing stuff 
without like really doing research, without really having understanding. So that's why, you know what? Once that start happening, I'll be like, let me go in the other direction. It falls into the same category of like law of attraction, manifesting, you know, universal laws, like all of that stuff. People just have conversations about it. And then it's just like these cyclical conversations. And it's just like, who can repackage the information in the best and most interesting way? And so it starts to get on my nerves. Um, so we now the conversation is, um, okay, if you're a, a feminine woman, this is how you do this to attract a masculine man. You do this, you be this, you say this, you do this, you cross your legs like this, you go here, and this is how you're going to attract a masculine man. That people tell you to be everybody but who you are authentically. And when I say who you are authentically, I mean at your core, who you are is enough. Are there areas for growth and improvement? Absolutely. And I believe that we should be committed to our own growth and improvement, not just for a man's sake or a woman's sake, but for our own sake. So you show up in life as a better version of yourself for you first and foremost. However, like do this, go here, go to the golf course, go to the cigar bar, go to the hotel bar. This is where you're going to find rich men. Like who the hell got time to be doing all that? Like do y'all know that I have met well-to-do men in the airport, on the airplane, sitting next to me uh, in the grocery store. A man is drawn to me wherever I happen to be. Like, I don't have to set myself up to go to a certain place to find a man at a certain income level, right? And then wear this color because color psychology says he's going to be drawn to this. You're going to exude this. Man, get the hell out of here. I, I ain't got to do all that. Like, I, I really don't have to do all that, right? Man, come on now. I, I'm I'm confident in who I am and wherever I happen to be. Who listen? He gonna he gonna be there, right? We we gonna operate on this frequency, and he gonna be there. And I have met incredible men like where wherever it is that I happen to be. So I'm just not with the shits to follow. You know the trends of all, and he got people doing all this craziness and still coming up short. Like listen, all everybody sitting at the bar with books. Bartender like, damn, can't no man get a seat over here because all y'all asses is sitting over here waiting on, waiting on somebody to come, come buy you a drink. Like, like, man, come on. Like, I'm just, I'm just not with it. That's what I mean by trends. Masculine, feminine, this is what you do, this is what you say, look this way, side eye like this, chin up, uh, titties out, back straight. Come on now. Like, it's it's just ridiculous. And this other thing is, my daughter always said, <laughs> this other thing is like with um diagnosing people, diagnosing people with certain, um, you know, like, oh, he's he's toxic masculine. He's wounded masculine. He's a narcissist. The narcissist trained man, that trained, like every person, every man who has ever did you wrong is a narcissist. Listen, do y'all know that we all have narcissistic tendencies? We all have narcissistic tendencies. Just because a person is incredibly selfish and self-centered does not make them a narcissist. And so that's what I mean by like, we get on trains and trains of thought, and then we project that and we label that, right? And then it just, Man, it's, it's it's just crazy to me. Just just like the 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 way this goes. And so there's the other thing. You know, there's books like Why Men Marry Bitches and, and Read This. And so if you if you really want a man to marry you and step up his game and pursue you, then you gotta be a bitch. I'm telling y'all, y'all, y'all know what people are selling to y'all. 
People are selling manipulation to you. They're manipulating you to become a master manipulator so that you can manipulate somebody, present yourself in a certain way so that you can get in a transactional relationship because when you do this, he does that, or when you do this, she does that. And so now we're manipulating each other back and forth, right? And once we no longer are meeting one another's needs or we're playing our roles or playing our parts, boom, it's time for a breakup, right? So I can go then and go do this with another person. Man, get the fuck out of here. Like, this this is craziness to me, right? Like, I'm going to play my part. You play your part. And as long as you're playing your part and I'm playing mine, we good. We, we good. We winning. We a power couple. Except there is no power. Ain't no damn power. Ain't no power of prayer. Ain't no power of shared values. Ain't no power of communication, right? Listen, ain't no power of support. Ain't no, ain't no power of togetherness. Come on. Now, if I'm going to be a power couple, we're going to have some power for real. Like, I'm not I'm not with it. So as much as, some, you know, I'm pretty laid back with a lot of things, y'all, I'm not with the shits. I am not the person that just goes along with the, the everything that's coming along and with everything that people say, say. And what it does is it gives people like the ability to be gurus or experts or influencers. Do y'all know everybody is trying to figure this shit out? Don't nobody have this shit figured out. Some people are a little bit ahead than others. I will tell y'all the truth about where I am, my experiences and all that. And yep, I have a whole lot of wisdom and a whole lot of insight. I still have a whole lot of mistakes to make, a whole lot of lessons to learn, right? And I share those with y'all as I go along because I don't, I don't, I don't need you to think that I'm somebody that I'm not. I really don't. I really do not need you to think that I'm somebody that I'm not. Am I further along than a lot of people? Yeah, but you know why? It's simply because I do the work. It's simply because I walk through processes. It's simply because, you know what? I complete processes and I say, okay, I don't want to revisit this in this magnitude. And so let me consciously choose to do something different. The only difference between me and a lot of people. That being said, I was talking to one of my friends, in fact, two of them, and we were talking about like relational shifts. I'm shifting somewhere else now, right? I'm done with that. I feel complete on those thoughts. We were talking about relational shifts. And I've told y'all this on so many occasions, but sometimes y'all don't really realize this. This might be hard to hear. All, even some of your best relationships have an expiration date on them. All of your relationships are not forever. I'm not talking about that people come into your life for a reason or a season or a lifetime because most of us don't know the damn reason. But I'm saying some of your relationships have expiration dates and rightfully so, right? Listen, there are people that I have had relationships with and those relationships were great. And when they came to their end and the end of the road, I was usually the one who knew it. And I was usually the one who walked away from the relationship. I lacked the wisdom then to do it in a way that didn't leave a person feeling abandoned. But I knew, I did know that the relationship, it was time for the relationship to end. And so what does that mean? It means that we are both being gifted with the next phase of relationship or the next phase of life that doesn't include each other right? And it can be hard. It's hard. It wasn't always easy when I did it. It wasn't easy when it was done to me, right? 
But the truth of the matter is some relationships have expiration dates. We all have our individual paths to walk. We come together and sometimes we walk those paths together. Sometimes those paths can be together for a lifetime, but sometimes they are not. And so when they are not, because of our attachment to to things, to people, to loyalty, to concepts, we have a very, very difficult time letting them go. I am not telling you to be inhuman and not to mourn and to grieve your losses, but what I am saying is that some of them are not all bad, even if they feel bad in the moment. Listen, I can't tell y'all how many times people that I am have been in relationship with will tell me, I know you. And I'm like, no, you knew me. You know the person that I was. And while some of those same things may be here, inwardly, I'm a different person. I'm in a whole different space. And so you are trying to communicate and relate to an evolved version of me and trying to find commonality there. And there's really no commonality, right? And so for me to hold on to this relationship just because there's longevity or familiarity or history, my coach told me a lot of times that's a codependent excuse for non-growth, right? And that was a hard thing for me to swallow. I don't mean that everybody that you don't have something in common with or who's quote unquote not on your frequency that you can't be in relationship with. That's not what I'm saying. But we are always and only growing or dying. We're always only growing or dying. If you're growing and another person is not, what do you have? You have dead weight. Whether that dead weight is emotional, whether it is spiritual, whatever it is. And I'm not, I'm really not trying to be harsh. I'm really not. But this also might be hard to hear. In many instances, we've taken on the responsibility of other people's feelings and of other people's well-being in a way that is not ours. It is not my responsibility to heal you. It is not my responsibility to delay my own healing because you are not healing, right? You can never be sick enough to make a sick person well. You can never be broke enough to make a broke person rich. So why are you denying, delaying, slowing down your progress because the person or people around you don't progress or don't want to or don't choose to progress in the same way? Do you understand what I'm saying? So th- this this can really be hard to hear and it can be an even harder pill to swallow. So don't don't choke on this pill. But this is just what happens. Sometimes I I said this in one of them podcasts before when I had a friend who she was so deeply depressed and it was and I was just all manipul- emotionally invested and manipulated and God told me she wants to be here. And I was like, this ain't God. This is the other guy. Like, who would choose to be depressed? Like, this is a hormonal imbalance or something in her brain. I'm really trying to trying to rationalize. And God said, she is choosing to be here and she wants to be here. Man, when I made peace with that and I relinquished myself from the responsibility of trying to fix my friend and trying to heal my friend, and I start thinking about my own needs, and I would tell her, hey, I do not have the emotional availability to hear this because I have some things that are going on in my own life. Do you know that she was deeply offended? But her wellness Her healing was not my responsibility, but I had taken on a role, if you will. I am a healer, right? 
I had taken on a role, though, that was far bigger than me. And so, you know, just things that I've learned over the years is that relationships and holding on to relationships and trying to make relationships work because you're trying to get back to your glory days, it is really okay for relationships to evolve into a different version. And that version doesn't always mean that we're as close as we once are, were, or we are close at all. Like that, the evolved version of you and me does not necessarily mean togetherness. And I think that is the hardest thing for people to deal with. Like, this is my day one. Well, you know what? This is a new day. This is a new day. You know, Moses started out with the people. Joshua took them to the promised land. Moses couldn't take the people where Joshua could. And so, listen, it's it's, it's just... It's an, I won't even say it's an unfortunate reality of life. Growth is one of the most painful paths that you can be on, but it's also one of the most beautiful paths that you can be on. If you are stunting your own growth because you are married to or in relationship with or have a familial relationship with somebody who does not value growth in the same thing, how Are you not doing a disservice to yourself? How are you not doing a disservice to the possibilities within your own life while you are waiting for somebody to catch up with you or diminishing your growth, diminishing all that you've become because it's going to be too much for people? Y'all know what I say about that. Fuck that. I have, I am a, a woman who was designed to take up space. I have a big mind. I'm 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 big in presence. My size, I'm a six foot, six feet, well, five eleven and three quarters, if you really want to be exact. Um, I take up space, right? Why would I continue to play small intellectually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in business and life? because it bothers other people. Do you know I did that for years and I would draw myself in, put myself on the back burner, not say as much as I knew, right? Um, if it was a man, okay, I don't I don't want to make him feel emasculated. No, I don't need a man with a fragile ego that is injured because of the space that I take up in life. You just ain't it. Okay, that's that's all right. It's it's really okay. I'm not doing that anymore. And so I'm not orienting myself any longer for people who need me to be something other than I am, right? People are like, you sweet. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not all sweet. I can be. You cuss, I do. I love God, I do. I love people and people get on my damn nerves, right? I'm generous. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, listen, I'm wise. But I'm also a warrior. When you when you come close to things or people that I really, really care about, I'm a lot of things. And you either accept those things or you don't have to. And it's really okay. But we are still like auditioning and performing and modifying and changing and shifting and holding back just because we don't want to rock the boat in relationships. Rock the fucking boat because some people don't belong on the boat with you or you with them. And it's okay. It's really okay. Send them a lifeline and just move on with life. And I am not, again, saying that relationships are not valuable. That is not what I am saying. But sometimes your relationships are no longer valuable. You you aren't valuable to them. They're not valuable to you. And it's okay to make room for new relationships in your life without feeling guilty 
without feeling like you owe somebody an explanation for your growth or your progress. And on the flip side, when people move on and out of your life, let them people be great. Let them people be great. Don't try to imprison people and enslave people to you because y'all started off on the same path and they and they grew and they grew faster at a faster pace, pace or in a different direction. Let them people grow and go and be great. I was telling somebody this. I don't know who it was. My ex, my ex before him. Listen, my ex that I saw a couple of months ago, man, everything that I wanted, that I saw him to be, aside from, you know, his, his personal habits, his business and everything that I was like, this is who you could be. That is exactly who he is right now today. And you know what? The woman that he is with now, gets the benefit of that. A lot of that I had a hand in creating. Do I feel resentful? Absolutely not. I told him, I am so thankful and grateful that my life could impact yours so much so that you can go and be great and do these great things, right? I impacted my other ex and helped him and grew him in that way because that I just know what I bring into relationships, not just romantic, just people. But when those people are no, in my, no longer in my life, what if they go on and they do greater things? Good. I'm glad, right? Once I get over the hurt of the relationship or how it ended or that it ended, I'm not holding on to the fact that you've moved on and I'm not in that space. It just wasn't meant. And so that means that there's another space for me. I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about romantic relationships, right? And there's another space in my life for somebody else, and there's another space in somebody else's life for me, whether that is romantic relationships, whether that is clients, or whether that is anything else. The thing that makes it hard is our attachment to expected outcomes. This is what I thought we were going to be. This is how I thought this was going to end. This is what I thought we were going to do. And so when that outcome is vastly different than what we thought, then we feel let down. And so all I'm saying to you is that if you are in that space, mourn the loss, mourn the the fact that it didn't turn out like you expected, that your marriage, your relationship, your relationship with your children, your business, your job, that it didn't turn out like you expected. And hey, move forward. Choose growth because more awaits you. Take the lessons, take the wisdom and move forward to what awaits you right now. And if you're holding, you know, ill will, unforgiveness in your heart towards other people, it's going to be a hindrance for you. And so I pray that you would, would, would choose to, if you don't, that's fine. Figure out a way to free yourself from that prison of the mind and heart by constantly ruminating and mulling over something that is just not going to serve you. But listen, more life awaits, bigger blessings await, more blessings await, new relationships await. You don't have to stay in something that you're no longer, I don't even want to say this word no more. I'm no longer serving you. You're no longer serving. You just don't have to stay in a place that you've outgrown, regardless of what that place is, regardless of what ties you to it, whether it's family, whether it's an expected sense of loyalty, of obligation. But the thing that you will have to do is make a conscious choice and decision to deal with the fallout and, and be confident in the fact that the place in your heart, the place where you're coming from in your heart was a good place. And a lot of times, you know, people will say things and people will tell stories in ways that paint you in a way and you know in your heart and soul that that's not how it happened. 
But sometimes that too just comes with the territory. Just keep moving forward, keep being great, keep a pure heart, keep doing good in the world, keep growing, and all will be well. I love y'all.